my generation, what I grew up on is mostly hip hop. Now, that doesn't mean that I have anything against, you know, R&B or gospel. Those are two, you know, two good um, topics right there. But far, the only thing I can think of, you know, close to that topic would be um, some Marvin Gaye. I have a couple of Marvin Gaye songs on my iPod, and that's really it. But um, <laughs> well, <clears throat> R&B is where you know everything starts. Why hip hop was even here. You know, so even though R&B, you can know R. Kelly was from R&B and Case and Jodeci and all those people, if you know them, R&B has, you know, been around for a while before hip hop came to the point. Right. This, this, I mean, that's true. I mean, I, mean I, know, I know a little bit. I mean, I, I, I could name like some of the, some of the, I guess some of the top R&B artists, I guess, from my generation, I guess, I don't know, I don't know if any of these names ring bells to you, but like, I guess Young Lloyd, Omarion, um, I get those only, I guess, uh, Tyrese, you know, those are the only three I could really think of. I don't even know if, if, if Pretty Ricky's considered R&B, but like, those are the only people I could really think of. Well, they're R&B, but when you think of Tyrese, then you too, right? That's true, that's true. That's so, true. there's other, there's other people, it's just probably not... Um, at the top of your forefront, but all those, all those singers is part of where hip hop came from, you know. Right. No, I, I, I don't have any. I don't hate on R and B or anything like that. I mean, every once in a while, I listen to a little bit of R and B. It's just, it's just not a topic I know a lot about. But no, I definitely, I don't, I definitely don't hate on any genres of music. You know, I, I definitely, you know, if, you, if there's anything you could, you could tell me about, it, I'm, I'm willing to listen. You know, I'm open minded. Oh no! Well, see, music, because um, I was talking about it today. I mean, music is a universal language, so all you really need to do is listen to the music and just get into it, you know? So if someone may not necessarily like, you know, R&B for me, they might like country, and I might just have to go and listen to some country just to hear it, you know, or someone might like jazz, you know, but it's just music and just the way it is. So any genre is okay, just how it flows to you and how it feels when you listen to it. Right. I, no, absolutely. But it's, it's funny you say that because there's, um, there's a group of rappers that I used to, I used to like growing up um, from, uh, they're from Tennessee. They were, uh, they're, a bunch, they're a bunch of white boys from Tennessee. And it was funny because, uh, well, one, one of the rappers' name is, um, Joe, I, I'm sorry to get off topic. We can go back to whatever you want. I'm just going to break this down for a little bit. But there's this, this one rapper that I used to follow. His name was, um, Jelly Roll, he was like a he was like a fat white guy from Tennessee, and um, he was signed with Three Six Mafia back in the day, and um, I was just real, I guess I was real influenced because I was like, well, this is like a like a gangster white guy from you know from the hood or whatever. I didn't, I didn't really even know there was such a thing, you know, growing up being a white kid from the suburbs. I was just like, well, this is kind of cool. And he started off, you know, being a being a rapper. He's like a street rapper or whatever, but for, for whatever reason, he didn't really make it as like a mainstream artist, and mm -hmm. um, so he kind of had to. You no know, branch. I don't want. I don't want to bring too much racism. But I guess I, you could say it's because he was like a, you know, he was like a country white guy. People weren't really trying to hear. They didn't really, I guess, buy the whole you know gangster rap thing or whatever. So um, he kind of had to branch off into like a kind of like a country rap genre. And um, it's, it's it's pretty cool. Like he does a lot of country rap and stuff like that. But um, anyways, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. And I, I never would really listen to country, but his music his music has kind of like a a country twang to it. I guess so it's pretty cool. But so I, I know what you mean. All music kind of relates in one category or another. Yeah, but it's it's kind of nice, too, that people can intermingle them together, like what you were saying about that young man, what he was doing. 
like some people will, will want to just keep music in a certain box. Like if you hear hip hop, hip hop is all hip hop can be and it can't be anything else. But if someone from alternative music mixes with hip hop, then that's something different. It's like two artists coming from two different genres to make music and it still will sound amazing when they just put their heads together. Right. You know? No, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely true. Like, um, I think I think it was pretty cool when I was growing up, uh, Jay-Z and uh, Linkin Park, they did an album together. Right. And I was, I was like, I was like what, the, what the hell is, you know, I, mean, I guess to be fair, they, they did have a rapper in Linkin Park who was pretty cool. But it's like, for the most part, it's like, what the hell is, you know, Jay-Z having in common with some, you know, semi-emo, alternative, you know, kind of like techno rock stuff. You know what I mean? So it was that was really cool when they vibed together. That was... I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I like when I see different genres how Nelly did with Tim McGraw, you know, country and rap. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you see people come together like that, it's like, oh, wow, you did a song with who? And it's kind of interesting because when they do those songs and they collaborate together, they really sound good. They really do, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll start seeing some more, some more, uh, you know, kind of different genres. I guess you know what I mean. I mean this, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I guess my thing is too is I don't. I don't necessarily hate on this generation. Like I, I see a lot of these, you know, older people like, oh my god, hip hop is is terrible nowadays, and everybody's just dyeing their hair different colors and auto tune and blah 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 blah. And they're not lyrical. I, I, I can't. I just. It's just not for me to hate on any artist. You know, whether they're lyrical or not, or whether you know, it's just like music is music. And honestly, if people if people feel this is not not to their standards, I'm I'm not saying everybody's an artist, but you know you have to blame yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Like so, it's just um I just I just don't I don't hate on any any wave of music. You know what I mean? Like even right now, I don't know if you're following um like uh, this guy Lil Pump and uh, J Cole have been going back and forth at each other because you know J Cole's like a real lyrical rapper, and then uh. Lil Pump is just kind of like this. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Kind of, kind of like a catchphrase kind of rapper, I guess. He doesn't. He's not lyrical at all. He just kind of like has a, you know, catchphrase to a song, and you know, he's just. They've been going back and forth. But I was thinking, like, man, if these guys just like collaborated on a song, they could probably do like a great hit song together. But instead, they're bickering and going back and forth, and it's just, it's just stupid, in my opinion. Yeah, I think when people are saying that, though, when they're talking about um, the music of today. I think they're really talking about the substance within the songs, not necessarily the artist, but because some of the songs sound so popcorn, like back in the day when there were, you know, the Sugar Hill Gang and Public Enemy, when they rapped about something of substance, that now when they're rapping, we're talking about popping bottles. We're talking about sleeping with how many women. We're talking about cash in the bank. Whereas the substance, I think that's what people are missing because even when Tupac was alive and Biggie, they were talking about something of substance. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't Eminem, you know what I mean? That's my whole thing. I, I, I'm not buying. There's a lot of these old heads that are. I don't want to say like you know. There's a lot of these old people that are saying like, oh, you know, Tupac was so lyrical. I'm thinking to myself like, you know, not to bash him, but Tupac was hanging out with a bunch of Bloods and Crips, and he got shot. Like, you know what I mean? Like this guy wasn't. I mean, he, he had a lot of great ideas. He was very inspirational. You know, he had a lot going to try to promote people to, you know, I guess, you know, embrace themselves in the hood and things like that. But in the day, Tupac wasn't a perfect guy, and a lot of his music had violence and all types of crazy shit. And so I don't, I don't really buy the whole argument that a lot of these old people are saying, like, oh, my God, you know, Tupac and Biggie were so lyrical. They had so much substance. Like, what the fuck? They're talking about selling crack and gangbanging and all types of stuff. They're not – they weren't, like, perfect role models either. So I don't understand 
the whole argument that these people have where they're, you know, bashing the new generation when the old generation had a lot of negative stuff in it too. So I, I don't really understand that at all. Well, I think it's just different. And I don't think they're bashing like that because any rapper that has some kind of gangster or something to it, I'm pretty sure it was talking about what they were going through. And that's, that's what they were going through. So they were talking about from their personal experience. So if I'm a person coming up, and I don't know about selling crack, I don't know about gang stuff, but you're, you're rapping about it because you're living it. You're coming from that experience. That doesn't mean that it's supposed to be a role model. That's you just, you're just yeah. rapping about your experience. Well, I, I, I get what you're saying. Well, for Biggie, you know, you know what I mean? Well, I, I get what you're saying. Well, Biggie grew up in Brooklyn, you know what I mean? But Tupac, Tupac is actually from Baltimore. He went to like a art school in Baltimore. You know, if you look at some of his earlier interviews, he was almost like a, he was like a very peaceful kid. I mean, I'm not saying he had an easy life, you know, he, you know, he probably grew up in poverty and things like that. But at the end of the day, a man is a man. He chose to, you know, hang out with Bloods and Crips and, and lost like that he chose to move to Oakland, California, and, you know, do all this stuff. So I mean, it's, I, I'm not really buying it, you know. And he's 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 like promoting himself as a certain image of being this gangster, or whatever. At the end of the day, a man, you know, can promote himself in the way that they want. So it's like he's you know he's promoting himself doing this stuff. So he has to take responsibility. At the end of the day, that's just my opinion. True. Well, I'm not gonna knock you for saying that, but everybody has, you know, their right to view. I'm just. I'm just saying from my point of view as well that when anybody raps or sings, they're singing from a place of their own experiences. And whether we like it or not, that's what they've had to go through. You hear what Jay-Z's doing. If he's rapping about his experience, you can't knock his truth because that's what he went through. Right. If Beyonce is singing about her life and how she came up, you can't knock that either because that's her truth. Right. So, right. I, I guess my whole thing is yeah, I, just, I just want to make sure that the youth I mean, and not to say, like, I'm obviously it might sound like a fair weather fan here because, you know, if Tupac didn't get shot and killed, he might be, he might have been one of the biggest CEOs to, you know, alive right now. He might have been, you know, the, the absolute, like, he might have been, like, in charge of everything, of all these corporations. But it's like, I just want people to, you know, make sure that they're following somebody who's doing something halfway right. You know what I mean? Like, like, I guess, like, I guess, like, like Drake, for example, you know, Drake is like, you know, he's not out here. You know, gangbanging or anything like that. He's not a perfect guy. He's probably done some shady stuff. He's been in a lot of fights in clubs and things like that. You know, he's, he sleeps around with a lot of women and things like that. But for the most part, the message of his music is just motivational, like improving your life, or it's like some relation. It's like, it's like realistic things. You know what I mean? I, I'd rather my kids look up to Drake than look up to Tupac. Honestly, I'm sorry to say, it's like I, I want my kids to like. If I had kids, I want them to be looking up to somebody who's got, like, a, you know, of some type of – or even, like, a Jay-Z. Like, you know what I mean? I would rather my kids look up to a Jay-Z or a Drake as opposed to, you know, to two boxing guy running around with Bloods and Crips getting, you know, shot at and all this crazy – you know what I mean? Am I, am I making any sense here? Or You're making some sense, but I think as parents, we shouldn't put so much stock into all the celebrities that are out here because even if they are trying to do their best – at the end of the day, the mom and dad should be setting the role model and not letting it be in the hands of celebrity. Because say one day Drake does something crazy and outlandish, it was like he was doing something good, and then, oh, my God, he went hard left and did this. But he was a role model at the time that you looked up to, and now he didn't done something crazy. So even if they are up there doing good, you never know. So for our children, I definitely want them to acknowledge what, who they see, but don't be trying to – mimic and be 
watching them like that, even though these people have, you know, these platforms where they can have role mo- be a role model. They're not going to be. Little Wayne had said that I ain't trying to be nobody's role model. I got two people, two people that I need to be a role model for. I ain't trying to be no role model for nobody else. So when he said that, I like, look, Jay-Z and everybody else that's out there doing their rap and their hip hop and stuff, it's God bless them for doing what they're doing. That's their job. That's their career. That's what they do. But at the end of the day, if they're going to be the role model, the parents should be the ones to say, you know what? They did that, but you could do it too and have them be working on how they can do that, you know? Not to just look at them all for everything, because then that, you know, what are you setting your child up oh, for? Oh, no, 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 absolutely. I, I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, a parent just sits back and says, okay, kids, watch TV and find somebody you want to follow. Like, no, I, I get what you're saying. I just mean more, like, in the general sense, you know what I mean? I, I, I was just, I, I try to look for the, the musicians that are promoting something at least halfway positive, you know what I mean? Something halfway decent, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Um, I always just try to, for me, because um, my kids, they watch a lot of um, different singers too. And I just want them to keep it in perspective that, yeah, she's doing this and he's doing that. But just keep in perspective. You still got to get your own education. They already got theirs. And if they didn't get it, they got money to go figure out. You don't. You still have to go take care of you. At the end of the day, they're not going to pay your bills. They're not going to do anything for you. You have to you know about what you need to do if you're trying to get up there and go to school you need to learn how to do the music you need to go to school for that you know whatever it is you're trying to do and emulate what they're doing to get where they've gone you got to work put the work in to have the success that they have in a different way so yeah keeping that that business mind as well so that they can strive for something better to achieve for their own life you right. know? The, 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 the millennials now well, i'm a millennial too with millennials nowadays it's just crazy because there's a lot of these uh, there's a lot of kids that are looking into like you know everybody's very business oriented as, as these new generation of millennials everybody wants to oh start your own business start your own business do this do that which is great you know i mean but they, they really downplay a lot a lot of you know a lot of these like nine to five jobs which kind of makes sense because nine to five jobs is hard to you know really expand and build up with these a lot of these entry-level jobs but i just wish that the millennials would acknowledge like you know physical you know physical hard work and all that stuff and combining that with like this attitude of entrepreneurship so we can like you know, at least have some humility not just having a bunch of because there's there's some lazy millennials that think that they're just going to get they're going to start their own business and they're going to just have like you know a hundred thousand dollar jobs million dollar jobs like no you have to put in a lot of work and sacrifice a lot of trial and error i just see a lot of these kids and I hope they can figure that out. All right. All right.